Welcome, folks, to the third episode of the Sam Black Sessions. Today's guest is a young investor, up-and-coming real estate agent, George O'Brien. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Sammy. Thanks for having me, mate. Pleasure, mate. Pleasure. It's always good to have you here. Yeah. Mate, first of all, just maybe a bit of an insight to the listeners of where you, know, where you came from and how you got to where you are. Yep, so uh, basically I'm Maitland born and bred, so the Hunter Valley, uh, around the wine country, if anyone doesn't know where that is, uh, it's about half an hour west of, of Newcastle. So yeah, I was, I was born and, and raised there, went to school there, um, and when I was about 16, uh, left school to, to get an apprenticeship in the mines, in the, in the Hunter Valley. Um, do you want me to go into the career from, from there or? Yeah, definitely. Mate. Yeah, yeah, cool. So basically started that when I was 16 um, as a diesel mechanic uh, up at Bulga Coal there, uh, an open cut mine. So I did that for about eight or so years. Um, and throughout that time, yeah, bought my, my first house when I was 19 uh, in Wickham here in Newcastle renovated it and, and started building my portfolio that way. Um, and then when I was about 23-ish, I, uh, I decided to leave the mines and go and work for the family business, um, which is a transport company uh, here in Newcastle. So I was sort of working for my old boy as a, his diesel mechanic, so fixing the fleet, but also um, delivering parcels and 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 uh yeah all that sort of stuff so i did that for a year or so um and still continued to build my property portfolio and do a few renovations and stuff um locally after a year of that i just about had a gut full of working with my old boy <laughs> just did not work out we we just clashed massively so um decided to yeah uh lease the 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 property we were living in out um, in Wickham and then go traveling with my, my missus for nine months. So we, we went to South America and Europe um, for, for about nine months and really gave it a, a fair crack over there. Um, and that was really important. Uh, we, we'd wanted to do that for a long time, but actually taking that step and, and going over there and leaving the property portfolio and my career behind was um, the refresh that we, we really needed. So obviously when we were over there, listened to a lot of podcasts, read a lot of books, and then um, thought, shit, I'm, I'm buying properties for myself. I'm, I'm uh, helping friends and family buy a property. Why don't, I, I figured out what a buyer's agent was, saw a few people doing it like Jack and that, um, and thought, shit, I'm, I'm going to go back and give that a crack. So come back, started my own company as a buyer's agent, did that for um, about 12 to 18 months, um, and then an opportunity come up in sales locally in Newcastle and I decided to, to make the jump. So I've been doing that for a couple of months now and absolutely loving it. Beautiful, mate. Beautiful. That's a, a lot to take in. You've achieved a lot in your uh, short lifetime. I guess the travelling part, obviously, I, I, I've gone overseas a fair bit and, you know, it takes a, a fair bit of balls to, well, for me anyway, to go to these countries because it's pretty full on, especially South America. Yeah. Do you think having that mindset of, you know, being such a young investor and essentially you know going out there and out on your own where did that come from yeah um so you mean going out on my own as in traveling or no, business? Like business yeah yeah okay um i think i mean people work nine to five sort of monday to friday and and i mean they there's the australian dream you buy your house and you and you start a family and all that and that's all well and good but for me i didn't want to spend the the, the largest chunk in the best years of my life just doing that um, 
and I kind of fell over like property investment by mistake. I just bought my first house doing, and I was I planned to work in the mines forever and, and buy my f- first house and pay it off and all that sort of stuff. Um, but once I renovated it and saw that equity gain and realized I could go again, I realized that I could be in control of my own income and my own time on the side. Um, so through doing that, when I traveled, I sort of was like, I don't want to go back and just work for my dad or go back to the mines. Let's find how find out what I'm passionate about and what I'm good at and how, how to monetize that, I guess. Um, and that's why that it wasn't even a question for me. I, I just saw that there was an opportunity to be a buyer's agent in, in Newcastle and start my own business there. Um, and, and as soon as that switch was flicked in my mind I knew that that was what I needed to be doing um, and just to to be in control of, of your what you want to do day to day your income how hard you work is how much you earn um, the relationships that you want to build yourself um, and just not being told what to do day to day I guess is what made me yeah okay. take that jump yeah yeah, okay. yeah and obviously you know when you're in the mines where how did you get into that so early like was your did your father sort of implement that or um, so no, he wanted me to go and work for the family business, um, but I just wanted to, to cut my own path. And I actually, yeah, I, I wanted to play rugby league to start off with, but my body just fell apart when I was I was young. Um, so then I was just going to be a builder in Maitland, um, and I actually had a building apprenticeship. And then I, the mining apprenticeships come up, and my dad just said to me, "Look, you should just apply for that. You're gonna you don't want to be building houses when you're 50. Um, you should just." apply for that it's going to be a lot more money so yeah applied for it and got it and sort of fell into it all the kids I'd been working with uh, I'd, I'd worked with had been working on cars since they were five and I never even knew what a friggin' spinner was yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> so I just fell into it I really did it for the money yeah, yeah. but it was what really propelled me into property and um, yeah, okay. earning that good income from a young age was um, yeah I, I, I would never change it for the world yeah yeah, yeah definitely and I guess you know being so young and been in that environment you would have learned a lot of your work ethic coming from there oh absolutely yeah we were working 13 hour shifts and driving an hour and a half each way so that's what 16 hours return um and doing that five six times a week working night shifts um being the apprentice obviously you just get thrown into to grease pits and um yeah it just become normal to to work hard and and yeah i guess party hard as well <laughs> while you're there whilst you're earning good money but um yeah it, it really set the foundations um, and now working in like real estate and getting to dress nicely and converse with people and drink coffee and do deals day in day out, it makes you appreciate that a lot more coming yeah. from that. And I'm sure you you know that too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was interesting. You know, being aviation and doing my apprenticeship, um, and like you said, you're apprentice. You get thrown into the deep end. You know, all the older boys do this, do that. So you you learn how to take a lot of shit and you you learn how to work hard. Otherwise, you know, you get sort of put to the side and you're not, you're not one of the team yeah um yeah so that i think that's really important definitely yeah definitely and in terms of you know now so working nine to five or you know working the mines and then working as your own business mm. they're two different types of work you know it's still extremely hard to go and do your own business oh yeah yeah definitely i mean there's so much more to it than i thought before i started um but i mean Day in day out, you you are the brand as such. So you can't, um, yeah, you, you can't slack off. Everywhere you go, you're you're on show, and you've got to perform. I guess as um, as weird as that sounds, you need to be on your toes. And um, but I think that's exciting. And the, the harder you work, and the the more polished that you make your brand, the more successful you're going to be. And and I really like that that 
factor. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's what I'm finding. Like, it's easy to go to work, you know, yeah, nine to five or six till four, whatever it is, yeah. and come home and you can be hungover. You can go out on the weekends yeah. and you don't, like, obviously you still have to physically work hard, but your mindset, you can be in a different space and yeah. it's, it's easy, you know? Yeah. But whereas when you're doing, like, trying to be an agent or a buyer's agent, etc., yeah. and you're trying to get ahead and you know make a bit of a name for yourself yeah there's a certain aspect where you have to put yourself out on a limb and do these things that are uncomfortable oh definitely and uncomfortable is the word like by nature i'm not a salesy person i'm, I'm quite introverted um but i find day to, like day in day out the more uncomfortable positions that i put myself in by making calls and listing presentations and um, as a buyer's agent pitching to people to, to use my service and stuff, um, the more uncomfortable I get, the more success comes. Um, and I feel like being like an introverted person, kind of a bit like yourself, um, when you can put yourself in, like when you've got the balls to put yourself in those uncomfortable positions, you really, people really resonate with you because they can see that you're genuine, genuine and you're not just using some dialogue out of a book um, and, and wearing a nice suit. Yeah, you really are genuine and you really do care about people. So I find that if you being yeah, being an introvert, being able to put yourself in those in uncomfortable positions actually can work to your advantage because you, you are authentic. If that makes sense, yeah. I don't know if that makes 100%, sense. Hundred percent, mate. Hundred yeah. percent. You know, the last thing I want to do is to go talk to strangers or go talk to you know future business partners or anything like that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, but it's just something you have to do. You have to, and the key to I think business is having those relationships and having those relationships that you know you can both trust each other. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And and again. Um, when it's probably funny people listening to this would hear me say that I didn't want to work nine to five and I wanted to work my own hours and that and now I'm actually in sales <laughs> working for quite a big company um, but that was a, a strategic decision and a long game play on my behalf um, and I feel like in anything like yourself working for Anderson's um, and now myself working for Harcourt's you in real estate you really are your own business anyway and as a person you're your own brand and um, you're a brand within a brand. So I just didn't want people to think that I was contradicting myself by, by doing that there. But I feel like real estate is just a perfect industry to, to sort of cut your own path and be different and, and, and uh, yeah, create a brand within a brand, I guess. Yeah, 100%. You can definitely mould yourself in that, in that company or in that you know, organisation and yeah. create whatever you want fr from that. Yeah. Um, and let's dive into the buyer's agency realm. You, you obviously, how long were you doing that for? Yeah, so about 18 months or so, okay. roughly. Um, and yeah, I, I loved it, man. We did, I did about 32 deals and bought like $23 million worth of property in that time. Um, there was lots of ups and downs. And obviously in Newcastle, it's a, buyer's agents weren't very well known um, at the time that I started. They are a little bit more now, still nothing like Sydney and Melbourne. So it was tough um, getting started, but once you're in a small community like Newcastle, once you do a few good deals, get a few runs on the board, build connections with the community and also the sales agents. Um, yeah, it was it was super fruitful and in, enjoyed every bit of it. Yeah, loose, loose. Yeah, I actually um, purchased, oh, I didn't purchase it, but I bought uh, my, my girlfriend's uh, property a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So I was like the first, I've only been doing this for, sort of like six months now, but yeah. that was like the first taste of, you know, what it, what it's like to buy a property for someone. It's yeah. quite actually, um, it's a really great feeling to go through the whole process and to see how happy that other person is that, you you know, you got the outcome for them. Oh, it's awesome, mate. And, and just people who have never purchased before, we take for granted um, like the process of buying and how many different 
pieces there is to the puzzle and then um, and how it makes people feel emotionally and all that so when you can help people that have never done it before or, or don't know what they're doing you you just at the end of the the purchase you're just like wow I've like you're, you're literally changing people's lives and that might sound cheesy but you, you are <laughs> yeah definitely and, but you, it's by default especially when you're passionate about it and you've done it so many times you're just like oh, okay we need to do this 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 and they're like oh okay they get a bit scared but then when they see the outcome and, and either they've purchased for a really good price or they've secured that asset at whatever cost it might be um, because they really wanted it. Um, yeah, they, they can't thank you enough. They see the value in your fee, all that sort of stuff. And from building a, a business from the ground up um, and having to pitch to people your value all the time, yeah. once that transaction goes through and they, they, they really are so pleased, it, it makes it all worth it, man. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And in terms of you know being a buyer's agent now, being a sales agent, there's obviously a lot of similarities, would you say? Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I mean, prior, primarily at the moment, our job is to list and, and sell. Um, so we want to list as many properties as possible. But like for me, it's kind of been a really interesting time to move into the sales space in Newcastle because like we just said off air before, um, a lot of potential vendors that I'm meeting, I'm going in to see their home. Oh, this is beautiful. It's a bloody million dollar home in Lambton. Um, and I say, okay, guys, you ready to sell? And they're like, yeah, we are, but we, we don't want to sell because we, we want to purchase first. Um, we don't want to sell and then have to spend 12 months looking for a property because it's a really, really competitive market. So what I'm doing um, together with Lukey, who, who I work with in our team, is I'm trying to pair those potential vendors off with properties that we find, whether it's my stock or other agents' stock, and essentially being like a little bit of a buyer's agent, obviously not getting paid for it, um, but, but by servicing those potential vendors and helping them buy, um, and even using people like yourselves to... to, to um, help them purchase it's allowing us to sell their list and sell their property so yeah, wow. there's a massive crossover there at the moment but at the end of the day it's um it's you're just transacting you're, yeah. you're either on one side or the other yeah, yeah. um and you're, you're just trying to help people either like when you're selling get the very best price or whatever conditions that they they choose or when you're buying get them the, the asset that they want at yeah, the best yeah. price yeah and if someone was thinking of getting into real estate there's obviously a lot of highs but i I feel there's a lot of lows as well. It's not, it's not all you know the the gla the glamorous that people like put out there. Yeah. Um, I get rejected probably ninety percent of the time. Yeah. On my day, so yeah. it's um you know it's one of those things you got to go in with with a bit of like heart and. Um, oh, it's massive. It's a it's a mental game. It's it really is a mental game, and I still ride the highs and the lows, not as badly as I used to. But yeah, a lot of it. Um, is rejection it's just about consistency I think and, and just following the processes and and even though it might not seem it four days out of five on that fifth day when you get a listing or you um, have an offer accepted on a property as a buyer's agent um, yeah it's it's all worth it but it's a it's about sort of managing um, the freedom as well because it is it's a like you have the freedom to kind of go and grab 10 coffees a day if you yeah. want and not do much work. Yeah, definitely. Um, but once you get a taste of that success, it's it's quite easy to get some momentum. But when, you, when you're in those low periods, it's easy to just get down in the dumps and become sidetracked. So, yeah, for anyone who, who wants to get into it, it's, it's a phenomenal um, career path if you're willing to put in the time and effort. But... Yeah, it's, it's definitely a mental game, first and foremost, and yeah. you've got to be able to manage those, <laughs> those knockbacks. Yeah, that's it, that's <laughs> it. And in terms of um, you know, strategies or habits that you put in place in your life, 
what are what what do you implement to you know make these things happen so you're successful yeah so i mean forever in a day i've always tried to eat really well um just as, as clean as possible um get up every morning and, and train whether it's um, just going for a run or doing some crossfit or just going for a surf um that's a, a massive part of my day and i know it's cliche everyone says this this morning routine but there's there really is something to it like we're sitting here now i know you've gone for a surf i've already trained walked the dog had had a smoothie um and we're just buzzing like we, yeah. we we feel good so that's been a massive part um, of, of my success I don't read any books I, I just listen to a ton of podcasts really uh, I don't think I've ever read a full book <laughs> front to back but I've listened to at least I reckon close to a million podcasts yeah. Yeah. and I find through that um, not only do you do you learn and, and gain a heap of knowledge but I get inspired by people who have created tech companies and um, real estate agents and um, founders of, of all different types of companies, I, I get inspired by them. So I'd say definitely the diet, the exercise, um, the, the inspiration through podcasts and, and the knowledge. Um, the last thing would probably be, be hanging out with people um, that uh, are like-minded and that inspire you. And I know yourself and, and Hendo and if all the boys around here are, are, are like that. You, you just bounce off each other. Um, and even just seeing you guys doing what you're doing, being sober. For me, I even did it, like I said, I did it for a month. And if you're hanging around those people um, that are going to uplift you and, and support you, I think that's just a, a massive part of it. If you're around people that are just going to drag you down, especially in this industry when you've got to put yourself out there so much, yeah, I think that's, uh, that's probably one of the most important things. Yeah, it's crazy, especially now that I've like sort of changed career. Because I used to go, go to work, the first thing I used to hear was, you know, all the boys, oh, this is fucking shit. Yep. This is crap. Yeah. Waste of time being here. Yeah. But now being in that environment where everyone's positive, you're like, you think this is like normal reality, you know? And then when you hear someone being negative all the time, yeah. it's so much more impactful and you, you don't oh. realise like how much that can be detrimental. Absolutely. Yeah, I was the same. Every time I'd go to, to work, everyone would just complain like, um, about life and, and work <laughs> and all that stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here then? Go and do something else. And yeah. when I got to that point... Um, I was like, right, I see as I'm out of here. But in, especially in the circles that you guys hang out with and that I'm in now in this Newcastle real estate um, vibe, people are just, it's like almost who can be the most positive and who can be have the biggest goals. And it's fucking awesome, man, because it makes me sit back and think like, shit, okay, this is where I want to be, but like, am I shooting big enough, you know? Yeah, yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, that's good. And mate, I'll, last question, obviously, you know, you're in this for the long term. I guess in 20 years, how, how do you think you're going to be looking back on yourself, you know, now? What sort of like habits do you think you need to change? What sort of things you need to implement in your life that's, you know, going to get you the success that you want? Yeah, I think, um, I think for me, I need to have a bit more of a long-term mindset. I tend to... Um, do start things, do things, become successful at them and then get bored and want to move on. When I think the the real success and the, uh, the generational wealth, both um, financially and spiritually, whatever you want to say, is in the finding that sweet spot and just enjoying the process and, and having a... So for me, being in sales for sort of the next 20 years and following the process, but just enjoying it, not getting to a point and being like, oh, I'm successful and, and maybe moving on to something else. I, I really need to focus on, um, yeah, playing the long game and, and just doing the one percenters right, I think. But also outside of sales. So that's where I see myself for the next 20 years or so. I really want to pitch myself as one of the, the best sales agents in, in Newcastle. Um, 
and also continue to do some investing and development stuff on the side. Yeah. Um, so hopefully I can look back and see that between work, doing some investing on the side, um, lots of surfing and traveling with my mates and, and hanging out with my family, I, I really hope I can look back and see that I, I've left no stone unturned. That's awesome, mate. Awesome. Mate, it was a pleasure having you on here. It's always good to hear your voice and uh, see a big smile <laughs> and uh, yeah, some wise words from uh, up-and-coming number one real estate agent in Newey. <laughs> Thanks for having <laughs> me, Sammy. Mate. Appreciate it. That was awesome. <laughs> Sweet.